when we think of retirement, we think of financial planning, most of the time we're thinking about the dollars and cents of it. How do we build a solid paycheck? How do we minimize taxes? How do we protect from healthcare? Those are all details, nuts and bolts of planning. Uh, I would just encourage you to think about what are you going to do when you retire? Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Well, welcome once again to Your Retirement Elevated. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder and managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, serving you throughout the KC metro area, but also with clients all across the country. With more than 20 years of experience, Scott brings his expertise to the table each and every episode. And you can find us online by going to listentoscott.com. Scott, great to be with you this week. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. Excited about today's podcast topic. Yeah, it should be a good one and uh, kind of a little bit different topic. Um, Behind the scenes view for the listeners, as we do every once in a while here, Scott. Sometimes we have articles that we pull up and lots of good research and all this stuff and the ideas are well thought out in advance. And other times I kind of am in the dark a little bit and Scott just says, we're going to talk about this. And, uh, And that's one of today's episodes. But it's kind of interesting because as soon as you said what the this was, I knew exactly where you were you were taking it. And this is something that's just kind of been on your mind lately, right? It has, and it's come up uh, quite a bit. And I find myself having more of these conversations with people. And the big question is, what are you going to retire to? Everybody can quickly build a list of things they're retiring from. <laughs> that's, that's the easy part. <laughs> that's right. You know, getting up at, you know, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, you know, driving, driving to work in the dark and driving home in the dark, right. you know, during certain times of Wor- year. Working in the heat, working in the cold. There's, there's always something that you're getting away from when it comes yes. to retirement. And so a lot of people focus on that, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to move away from this. But I think what happens when we th- we're getting on the path to retirement, and a lot of people, where we meet them, where we get introduced to them, is they're coming to us and saying, can we financially retire? And that's what part of financial planning is, is making sure, do we understand where we want to go? Do we understand our resources? And is it feasible to live and do the things that you want to do? with what you have or you're going to have in a short period of time. So that's the dollars and cents of it, making sure that the cash flows and the expenses and everything works, the investments are set up properly, or paying, you know, as our fair share of taxes, but not more. Have we guarded against healthcare costs or is our estate plan up to date? Those are all the nuts and the bolts of a good financial plan that continues to evolve and keep up with changes. What a lot of people do not spend very much time on is thinking about what am I going to do with the approximate 2,500 hours that you're gaining back? Because that's what the average American puts in on a mm. yearly basis between you know commuting, going to work, doing all those things. I mean, that's a lot of time. I never thought about it that way. But yeah, break the, out that number of hours over the course of the year. And that's a lot of time on your hands all of a sudden. Yeah. And, and some people are going to coast right into it and they're going to be just fine. 
you know, because they're if if they've got you know either hobbies that they're very intrigued by, volunteering, maybe they have a part time job where they're going to go out and get a job that they doing something they really love and it really invigorates them and you know pays them a little bit of money. Uh, some people want to travel. You know, some people become the uh, de facto transportation and caretaker of grandchildren, you know, shuttle them back and forth to sporting events and extracurricular activities. You know, all those are great things. But what sometimes people get surprised by is the lack of structure that a job provides. And where we deal with a lot of professionals, uh, whether they be a lot of, we have a lot of engineering clients, uh, we have a business owners, executives, where they had a fair amount of structure and they had a fair amount of people that relied upon them on a daily basis to give input, to give guidance, to be a mentor. There's a lot of fulfillment that we get from those activities and being around other people. You know, that what kind of what gives us the richness of life is that about, you know, interacting with you know, our workmates, uh, teammates, things like that. And so if you're going to leave all of that, um, that can sometimes be an abrupt change if you don't have a plan. And one of our recent uh, prospective families, I brought that up and his wife looked at him. She goes, yeah, what are you going to do? She goes, because <laughs> she's been retired for three years. Oh, so and she knows the struggle already. Yeah, she, and she has her routine down. She's extremely fulfilled. She has her day planned out. She does a lot of, of great things in her life that she is really enjoying herself. And the biggest thing is you know, she doesn't want that disrupted. You know, she does not want her husband you know, suddenly being retired going, what are you doing today? Can I tag along? Can I do that? You know, she doesn't want that disrupted, which I completely understand. Uh, but if you don't bring it up and don't talk about it, sometimes that just gets you out of left field. Yeah, if you're not ready for that moment when it comes, then you'd better get ready for it quick. And I, I think we've all probably seen people who have struggled with this. I can think of a few family members who have gone through this transition recently where they maybe they had their whole identity or their social group or whatever wrapped up in work. And then when that gets taken away, they, they kind of lack that purpose a little bit anymore in life. And they have to go f kind of find it and rediscover it. Others know it right out of the gate. And so they're prepared on day one to start that new mission. Even if that mission is I want to sit around and do nothing for at least a little while. I know that's my mom's. <laughs> my mom's is she has like a longer term mission, but her first mission is to do nothing for a little while. Like that's that's number one. She's like, I just want to wake up and not have a plan. That's my plan is to wake up and not have a plan because she's had a plan for her life and for her days, you know, for by the time she retires, 65 years. And so she's like, I'm looking forward to not having that plan anymore. But to me, that, that's a plan still, Scott. Even, and it she is. knows it's short-term. Like, she still wants to volunteer and do some other things. She's got things mapped out. But, like, she knows one thing that's really important to her is to see what it's like to not wake up with an alarm and not have a plan and be spontaneous for once. And I think that's pretty cool. It, it definitely is. And, and if you think about, you know, there's kind of, if we think isolated to two possibilities, most of our clients, they're retiring on their terms meaning they've set the retirement date, they've mapped that out, we've helped them you know, finalize all the details. And so that's what I call on your terms. 
So if you're 63 and you're going to retire at 66 and you get to that date, everything lines up, all the details are there. Your action is putting in your notice, turning in your laptop and your key card, and then you sail off into the retirement sunset. Well, so that that's very common. Now, one thing that's been different about the pandemic is out of left field retirement or forced to retire, or I can't handle this pressure during the pandemic. Can I retire earlier? So that's really what brought this up because we are seeing an amount of people that have been in career fields that where it's morphed and maybe they're being downsized and they're suddenly going to be retired. That's where I think this comes into play where we've got to spend some mental energy on what are you going to do um, to do that? Now, back to that retiring on your own terms, I am seeing more people, especially in the engineering and technical fields that go from a, you know, 40, 50 hour week uh, to a shorter week and a shorter week and where they can basically phase out and go more part-time. And there's some value to that because there's the value of cash flow that you're not tapping into your resources. There's the value of potentially keeping your insurance benefits if you work in enough hours during the week. And the third one is that psychological aspect of being a part of a, a business, a team, a group, and still doing work that is fulfilling to you. And so those, again, those are on your terms. But the if things have changed in your industry or you're downsizing, then that's where my message to everyone listening that's not retired would say, start thinking about what are you going to retire to if that's forced upon you or you find yourself saying, hey, we've got enough resources, we want to retire, but you've, we need to figure out what are we going to fill our time with. And I, I feel like all of us really should have had, at least to some level, some experience with this this year. Um, in fact, if you want to look for silver linings in the pandemic, this might be a relatively small one in terms of how silver linings go, but silver lining nonetheless, we all kind of got a little bit of a trial run of what that retirement might look like, maybe not from the standpoint of, you know, we were all still working from home, Scott, in 2020 for, you know, however long various industries, you know, were forced to do that, some still kind of in that mode even. Um, but at least it gave us that sense of, oh, this is what it's like to not interact with people at work anymore. Um, oh, I, I didn't see friends and family for quite some time. This is what it would be like if uh, perhaps we traveled the world for several months at a time and we weren't around for certain functions and things. I mean, we can kind of extrapolate some of the experiences of the past year into retirement. And, you know, I think it was probably an eye-opening experience for a lot of people in that way. Yeah, I think it was a good test run. Yeah. You know, for a lot of those. And like us personally, uh, we look at our team. We've got a great team of people that helps us take care of our our client of our family of clients. Excuse me. And we went virtual for six eight weeks. You know, middle of last year. And when we got the opportunity to start coming back over time, overwhelmingly, all of our team members said they wanted to come back. You know, they wanted to be in in an office. You know, together, not isolated out on you know, an island. And so it also depends on, you know, the industry, the, the dynamic of, of the team you're working with. Uh, I can tell you the probably the largest exodus I've seen 
after the start of the pandemic was in the medical industry, the medical fields. A lot of folks had you know, long tenures as either uh, nursing, administrative, uh, even physicians, and were coming to us saying, hey, we've been enduring this. We don't see any major improvements in, you know, in the near future. You know, can we do this? Or what do we need to do to make sure this can happen? And for us to retire, leave paid work and rely upon our resources to give us a paycheck. I've had a lot of those conversations. So, you know, as we wrap it up, you know, there's, when we think of retirement, we think of financial planning, most of the time we're thinking about the dollars and cents of it. And how do we build a solid paycheck? How do we minimize taxes? How do we protect from healthcare? How do we have, make sure that all of our wishes are, formalized in our estate planning documents. Those are all details, nuts and bolts of planning. Uh, I would just encourage you to think about what are you going to do when you retire? And as a resource, there's a gentleman named Mitch Anthony, which I've been uh, fortunate to meet a few times and, and hear at certain events. Uh, he's an author and a speaker, and he wrote a book. It's actually, I think it's fourth or fifth edition now called The New Retirementality. And he spends many pages talking about the trends in retirement. And what are people doing? Because we're we don't have, a lot of us don't have pensions. Some people are uncertain about you know Social Security income. People are living longer, and you know just what are people doing to make sure that their return on life is as fulfilling as possible? And I think that's the big focus of planning because you do all this planning to make sure you can have the experiences and live the retirement that you want. That's what this is all about. So you can live life on your terms. And part of that is the emotional, psychological, mental part of it about, you know, getting your head straight and really moving to the next chapter with a, with a clear plan or at least a clear idea of what's that perfect day look like. And I think I would encourage all of you to, Take some time, get a piece of paper and a pen out or pencil and sit down and think about what does the perfect day look like for you. And once you go through that exercise, that helps you start to formalize. This is what I do with my time. This is what's going to look like. And I think it's a worthwhile exercise for everybody. Absolutely. And uh, it's about more than just the money. Uh, there's a lot that goes into the planning that's not just the dollars and cents. Um, so much of it happens because of emotions and the way you view things and the way you think about things. That's got to be part of your planning process. And if it's not, uh, if you haven't had that kind of discussion with your planner and haven't walked through those different elements along with the financial conversations, uh, those two definitely need to be merged, um, need to make sure that they go hand in hand. And you can have that conversation with Scott Dugan very easily if you want to set up time to meet or to chat. 913-393-4724 is the number. That's 913-393-4724, or find Scott online at listentoscott.com. Get in touch with us through the website or by calling. Either way is fine. And you can just check the show notes for a uh, link and contact information if that's easier for you. Scott, I'm the same way. Uh, you know, We bought a home before the pandemic that had the opportunity to have a home office in it above the garage, converted the mother-in-law suite to my home studio and uh, home office, and uh, was working, you know, three to four days a week out of there before the pandemic. So going to five days a week during the pandemic was no big deal for me. 
now I feel myself drawn back into the office, even though you would think, oh, you'd be totally used to working from home now. I missed everybody. And so now I find myself going back into the office, you know, trying to get there more like three or four times a week and only working from home when the flexibility of being able to work from home is, is nice. It's still a great thing to have in your you know, arsenal. But uh, yeah, you find yourself missing that, that social connection and kind of the energy that is in the office. And I imagine that's probably what a lot of people go through, that initial shock when they retire. So that's why it's so important to have these conversations. Absolutely. Can't, can't agree enough. Very good. Well, we will talk to you again soon, Scott. Thank you for the advice and the guidance on the show today. And uh, we'll tee up another great podcast for folks in a couple of weeks. Come back and join us on the next Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.